All right, so we had some <laughs> mic issues. Yeah, we had mic issues. We had 10 more minutes of recording that we didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fuck, man. man. Fuck, dude. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, people listening, people listening were just like vibing in their headphones. And then, yeah, sorry, we just yelled in here. Yeah, if you just threw your headphones out. <sighs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, this is fun. Yeah. So we're talking about instinct. I remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about the cat, uh, and you remember we just listened to it. Instinct versus what? What was the word? Um. Oh. Intuition. Impulse. Impulse versus instinct. Yes, that's right. Because yeah. I... <laughs> what? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So I think... We're talking about the difference in philosophy yeah, and how they mention it. Yeah, but I remember what I said in response to the cat thing was <clears throat> that these tests or like the people who have Tourette's and the people who put their hands in the cold water and, you know, where it was proven that it in- increased pain tolerance... Yeah. These people already knew that swear words exist. Existed. Yeah. Yeah. So like you know, they would have had to been taught it. So it is interesting to think if it is a natural impulse or if it like an impulse that's learned. I think it's a natural impulse. Or if it's an instinct that's I think I think natural. it's instinctive for us to like have a reaction when something happens. And the fact that those words are <clears throat> quote unquote um frowned upon and maybe exert some type of power you reckon it's because they're like very expressive they're just very very like i think it's because we hear it we hear from other people and one thing that i said when the mic was cut out is (laughs) shit sounds like a pretty smooth word it doesn't have much power like they're all shit. Kind of, they're all kind of short and roll off the tongue very well. Whether that's fortunate yeah. or unfortunate is a strain. It is. They are smooth words. I wouldn't even say that they're powerful words. You know. But they are powerful words. Well, they're powerful because we made them powerful. Uh, yes, but they're still powerful <laughs> nonetheless. You know. Yeah, but, but I'm pow- saying they are powerful. Given, they're powerful given context. Uh, yeah, there there are powerful words that aren't swear words you know yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent but like like the tonality of words make them yeah i've heard do do people with tourettes only yell swear words though um in my experience no but like (coughs) from all the examples of tourettes that i've heard of swearing is like definitely a consistent theme um my friend in primary school through high school i had my first job with him he had Tourette's uh he had he swore a lot but then sometimes every now and again you'd notice he would there would just be words that you know were, were just funny to say or something just stuck with him like squid was a funny word that he started just like impulsively saying see it's like the <clears throat> that makes sense but like maybe it is because these words are <clears throat> naturally primed as a response like what yeah like what that study was saying or what the literature says is that that part of the brain 
that controls those impulsive words is what's you know tapped into for people who have Tourette's they can't control that yeah Yong. Mm. it's a funny one I don't know it's interesting it's really hard to keep going when the <laughs> when the mic has died and we've already had a good conversation <laughs> about it and then we had to stop and restart it again yeah it's hard <laughs> it's a weird one because um, <laughs> you have a good flow and then then it fucks up I mean look you broke the flow but that's fine I was actually thinking about it because <clears throat> you have all the swear words and uh, let's say your friend Ryan who's yelled squid as well why was squid like a powerful word to him you know like why was that word related to that and if he was on that part of his brain on the sense of fear and etc why yeah <clears throat> so it's the same part of the brain that just is basically able to control what you say is, ba- is is my understanding of Tourette's so it's like if they're thinking something they'll they'll just say it they don't have control and, yeah. and like swearing <clears throat> swearing is because it's a natural response to these situations of fear and attack and so on and so forth so Tourette's is basically the, just being the use of those impulsive. words resides in the same part of the brain as the part of the brain that controls your speech so it just means they are impulsive yeah but what it's saying is that swear words <clears throat> are inherently like uh, part of our speech um, that sounds so basic actually now that I'm saying it but I mean they kind of are everyone swears just people kind of know when to. Yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing bosses, like bosses swearing. It sounds the same, it doesn't really matter. It's crazy how, like, yeah, you're told not to swear, yet people from all walks of life swear. Yeah. Rich people swear, poor people swear, happy people swear unhappy people swear it like just uh it just kind of depends who, who like i don't know it just kind of depends on the environment again how like, it depends on the environment and the way in which you're swearing right yeah as long and i believe as long as you're not being abusive with your swearing and you're not overusing your swearing and you're still like because there's that point of if you overuse it, it loses its power. And I think if you reserve how but much is that you, bad though? Is what bad? Losing the power of it, a it word. losing the power. Well I think when it, it comes makes to it more a, common, right? Yeah. But when I think it comes to a specific <coughs> individual, which is what I'm talking about, I think it's like if this person uses swear words so much that it becomes normal, it's showing that like lack of ability to come up with better words to describe what's going on yeah right so maybe holding back on your use of swear words reserves power for those words for when you actually want to be impactful and and use them to express yeah i don't know emotional states or the seriousness of things like yeah maybe instead of calling you an idiot fucking idiot (laughs) <laughs> going back to that point <laughs> just felt like saying it again you know it's fair man yeah I get it 
I think that was a sign that we didn't capture in the current recording. <laughs> it was how we were using fucking in between the sentences. Yeah. That was definitely something that got not captured. Got deleted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because that's something that we think is important. And it's why we practice it in the podcast is not swearing. So that we are forced to come up with better ways to describe our points of view our, our thoughts you know you and also it sounds less dirty it's better to listen to it's not as <laughs> what we were saying emotionally loaded <laughs> yeah <laughs> we are pretty indifferent about what we talk about although we like talking about it <clears throat> but it's crazy how like to stop swearing i mean it's not it's not that crazy actually to stop swearing it has to be a conscious decision uh, I think to stop saying any word is a decision. I don't. My, my brain just farted there, dude. <laughs> You've never heard of a brain fart? I did. Are you gonna continue? Then, so? <laughs> no, that's what I mean. I, <laughs> I, I forgot the. <laughs> oh rip! Uh, well, Shall we start a new conversation? <laughs> I was. I have one more question. <laughs> well, come, come then. Cause... May, look, maybe we've already addressed it, but why hide bad words? Yeah, that's. I don't know, man. Not a lot of people do. <laughs> no. You do sound some more sophisticated though, in a way, and you pass a better image to yourself when you usually don't swear. Yeah. <clears throat> So that's maybe the reason why people would prefer not to swear. Right. It's like a, it's like a hide them. You also become kind of a bit more interesting also, if you think about it. Someone who doesn't swear is actively speaking more than someone who swears. I feel like that's a weird generalization, but I feel it's like... It's basically what we were saying before. You have to come up with other words to describe think, something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you're using more descriptive terminology. You're like... Yeah. It's yeah, better yeah. to listen to. Yeah. 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 I agree. I think it's interesting just the, the way I wrote it down. <laughs> like why hide bad words as if as they're if objects. As as if they're there and you have to and you have to hide them opposed to like <laughs> like why don't we like why don't we say swear words all the time is the same way of asking a question with a different connotation, <laughs> right? Yeah, hiding is pretty strong. Swear word, new swear word. <laughs> what? Strong. Hiding. Hiding, bruh. Bruh. I mean... Why would you say that in a podcast, man? I'll give, I'll give you a right hiding for saying that on here, fucking idiot. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we can come up with a new conversation. I don't know how long we've been recording. Or... Well, 11 minutes now, plus half an hour on the other one, so... Oh yeah, we'll have a we'll have a minor one. We'll have a new so topic. you can listen to two podcasts. How about that? Yeah, Ooh, that's hooray. it. We'll have a little interlude. We have an Instagram, the DNE podcast. Go drop a follow. We don't really use it that much, but we we intend on it. Um, there's not many follows at the moment, but if you follow it, <laughs> maybe we will use it. You yeah. never know, and you'll never know if you don't follow it. So that's God, true. God damn, God so damn. better you better follow it. Yeah, if you're listening now and you follow us, and if we you don't off, follow, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> if you if, if you follow, if you follow, wow. <laughs> and I just blindly agreed. I was just like, yeah, yeah, you did. 
See, that's what happens when you don't listen to the other person. Oh, God damn, God damn. I shouldn't listen to you. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, or maybe you should. That's That was a problem that you didn't. <laughs> I shouldn't listen, then I, and, then I wouldn't, and then I wouldn't respond so eagerly. I'd be a bit more, I'd be a bit more like, oh, what did you say, Dan? Okay. <laughs> that's what you said. Good times. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Yeah, good chat. Well, one thing, Sick chat. since you were leading this podcast, since you were the lead for a change, yeah, I did write something down, and I'm, I know <laughs> I love, you're, you're really good with this. I love um, that my, my me leading was the one where we're just like, yeah, let's swear all throughout this fucking episode. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> what does that say about me? God damn. Um... <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. You could be. <laughs> I'll look. Uh, yeah, I'll you contemplate. You can be sounding bad, bro. We're doing I'll, I'll podcasts co- now. I'll <laughs> contemplate that one on my own. Okay, that's fine. Um, there were two things, but one thing that I really wanted to hear from you is really the history of rap and the culture around it, because I know you know quite a bit, and oh, I don't. Of, so, of rap. Oh wow. Yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. From my understanding, when written in literature, it's capitalized with a capital H. HIP. So, which, because it describes a culture. I'm going to butcher my understanding of it. It's not that deep. But it was kind of like poor neighborhoods in America. I think traditionally black or African American folk felt repressed or were, they were repressed really. And they had no real way of getting their voice out to people. And like it started as something that was just, it was just a musical expression, you know, that at their parties, they started, they started those hip hop beats, you know, they started, they got records of a snare and a heavy bass and you put them both on and you just keep, keep playing the, the snare and the bass and it would do the, the beat. I'm not going to. Be- I'm not going to beatbox, okay? I would suck. <laughs> so, so, that's that's where the beat came from. And then people started rhyming over it. Mm. Um, and that's kind of where hip-hop was born. Is then people would start telling their stories. Telling their lives through this medium. This mm. musical expression at, at parties or, you know, in their own. But it wasn't something that they wanted to show the world. It was like... It was like we, our culture has been pushed out of the modern world. They don't want us. This is ours. This is, you know what I mean? They, they wanted to hold on to it. Yeah. And it was really frowned upon. Like it became obvious at some point that there was an opportunity to cash in. Mm. That there was like, if you gave this to music labels and you could show them this style of music, that you would make a lot of money basically yeah which is what happened but if you were to do that it would be heavily frowned you would be disowned essentially in your culture for like taking what was their culture and getting a paycheck from it what about the ogs though you know from rap because they did that did they so get, they, they didn't get look really from no against. so they had like gangs and etc initially <clears throat> the initial people to go into the mainstream did get frowned upon okay they did just cash out because and like you know it's a weird thing it's a weird it's weird history because like 
you're poor there's no other way that you make money you know you make no freaking money and like and then some someone tells you yo you just spit that rhyme into this mic at my studio and i'll give you 30 grand for them it's a ticket out of the out of their life you know to a better to a better life so inevitably some people cashed on it and basically sold out the culture so it was it's a my understanding of it is it was it was initially a sad thing and then after enough of that the i think i know why it was so frowned upon as well because be, when, when did rap appear do you know like around what age, what time no idea dude i'm gonna say early 80s early 80s yeah okay so look <clears> up grandmaster um i was looking i, I just looked like muse music created within the yeah. black culture i'll have to i'll, I'll continue because my <clears> understanding <throat> of it ends pretty pretty soon is that after these people went out and cashed in on the culture and and you know sold their soul kind of they there were people who were better at it more prolific more you know better at it and they were like you know what no these people are cashing out really trash music we're gonna show the world what hip-hop is about and then that's what they got on the mics and and started producing their music tell the story of of their of their lives and that's that's kind of where it, where it happened is like they they express their culture and their oppression through through this music and then it it's lost its trail in the in modern music it is just cashing in on the culture They're like this is where cultures are trying to be brought back into hip-hop but um largely it's just people using the sound to make money mad Okay, so yeah. So what I was saying is, and I th- I believe that is a big thing because, well, first of all, black people were very discriminated back in the day. They still are, but <clears throat> a lot less than back in the day. Yeah. And um, they created quite a few types of music. Yeah. So and one is- of them was jazz. Now you shut up. Okay. You want to love for half an hour. Right, go for it. Well, <laughs> half, you asked me to. I did, and then you wouldn't <laughs> let me talk. Well, you, well, it's a, it's yeah. a back and forth well, conversation. My dad <laughs> was at least, <laughs> um, and jazz was one of them, and that's what um, Elvis took to quote unquote create rock and roll, oh, and really? rock and roll was also a part of the black culture. So that's why I was so frowned upon because obviously he wasn't even black <laughs> and he's cashing in on he was super cashing in on it um yeah yeah and even eminem like sort of puts that into his music like the idea of elvis doing it yeah you know? well <clears throat> yeah oof. i'm i feel so out of water talking about it because i don't know how much i know mm-hmm. but i think the thing with eminem is he was he got he made a lot more money than a lot of african-american Hip hoppers, yep. because the majority of the population is was white, yep. and was able to relate to his music. That's why he More. made so much money. So he he felt, or the culture or something felt that like that was bad. I don't know. Well, they if hated, that's correct or not? Yeah, I mean, it's because he was. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it was also the fact that it's funny i recognize that it's a touchy topic because it's a culture it's well, not just <laughs> it is also funny because there was racism both ways you know like 
the the only difference was the um, black people were usually in the worst you know yeah. they were usually living in areas that weren't good at all and the while the white people were at least in like mid-class yeah. or high class and that's where the problem was generated because like there was discrimination on both sides but yeah. one was clearly on the low yeah and i think well i think eminem like well grew up around a lot of african-americans so him trying yeah. to get into yeah him being seen as good at rapping was really difficult it was like yeah held back <laughs> by his color and then once he got a record label it would like propelled him i think he's right yeah. I, th- I think he has songs about and it. i mean it was dr dre who like took him got him yeah. yeah so who is one of the ogs if you think about him but yeah um well he knew right Damn, man. yeah, man's got a man's got an ear for what sounds good. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah he started quite a but, few good rappers. But there are some cool, like I think swing beats. I don't know, it's a type of beat, but it came from New New, New Orleans, mm-hmm. and because oh, there was something to do with the way that slavery worked, that New Orleans was able to reserve a lot of their musical culture because oh. musical culture. Like, music is a massive part of African culture. Yes. So, and like, yeah. And it it was broken up by the slavery, but some tribes were able to like, preserve it. That's really interesting. In in Brazil, like the, um, the black culture also brought quite a bit into it. Um, it's really interesting. Samba was one of them and you have like capoeira, which is the start of they say play but it is a type of like martial art um oh i've seen that hey yeah you showed me that showed it's like a, it's like a dance but they're... yeah it sounds goofy but like back in the day they couldn't kill any of the slaves that ran away and knew it because they would literally just <laughs> attack all the guard all the guards very easily <laughs> through that dance moves. who had guns you know like <laughs> very impressive <laughs> Wait, so they would just attack them using their dance moves? Yeah, man, because they aren't dance moves. They are a proper martial art. They just use it as a game when they are with each other. That's kind of fire. It's super cool, yeah. It's kind of sick. Yeah, but pretty good martial art if you know it. It involves you, like, literally doing star jumps and <laughs> back loops, you a know. A bunch of athletic stuff. Yeah, it's a hard one. <laughs> Makes sense. That's nuts, man. I think... Uh... Do Australians have culture? Yeah, they do. They do. It's just for some reason it got really hidden. Um, we obviously have uh, the Aborigine culture, yeah, which is big. That's 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 the Australian culture. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. And no, then you have, and it's a multicultural country, right? Where yeah. there's a lot of cultures here. So. But yeah, we have we're not very in touch with our own native culture. No, not our own native. But we we are in touch with other cultures. You know, like yeah. you and I. I'm from Brazil, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm literally from Brazil. I'm not born here or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so I share my culture. We go grab Asian food. You know, it's um, we are in touch with the multiculturalism of Australia. That would have to be something that um, that you'd have to talk about on the podcast. I reckon sometime, maybe not today, but moving to a new country <laughs> terrifying <laughs> like uh adapting because that's not something that i think a lot of people go through and i think a lot of people who do go through it would it's funny it also depends on age i think 
because like when i came i was in high school yeah when my sister came she was in primary school so there's a difference even on like speech you know she she knows more the australian accent than i do so because she's been here longer yeah and she learned from earlier and do you age. reckon it's an easy transition when you're younger yeah definitely I have mean, you, have you seen an adult move yeah like when sense. an adult moves to another country it's a lot harder for them to acquire the accent yeah um. it's like you just have less <laughs> knowledge resisting you yeah when, i don't know how it to works learn the... i think it's because your brain's still underdeveloping yeah when you're yeah. younger than 25 so yeah that's like you don't have like if you spent a year longer that's a year it was more worth of knowledge that you have to like yeah forget yeah in, and in, it, a, in a way and you still have the people who are like move to another country and stay within their culture not that there's anything wrong with it but that's something that i fully was against so i came here and i'm like no <laughs> I'm in other country. I'm going to experience other country. Thank you. Like other cultures. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. my own. Yeah. Like I moved, I moved here to live in Australia. Correct. Why? If I moved here to have a better life, why would I talk to people from my non better life? <laughs> you know, it's a really weird way to put it. I mean, but... I mean, I can see the logic. I can see the logic, um, especially f- like at the age when you had to <laughs> come up with the logic. You know? Yeah. So, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but going back to black culture um, and like their impact within um, music is actually really interesting because they made quite a bit of change with music and because jazz was huge, right? Yep. Took over the world. <laughs> jazz is great. Jazz is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Did you know it was originally black? Um. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, there's a word. There's there's a word to describe it that that I'm missing. I think deep down I knew it, but okay. it's not something that like it's not like I'd be spitting facts to people yeah. and be like, "Yo, did you know this?" Well, yeah, but it's, it's it is something interesting. Asked, but if someone asked me where it or- originated, I like it more than likely I'd say, yeah. Hmm. But. I think jazz is super cool. Just the um, freestyle of it, I guess, is the the word. Like a lot of it, I think, is just someone hopping on the on the trombone, and then you have a a band behind you just keeping rhythm. Yeah, like and then you just freestyle well. on it. Yeah, sax is nice to hear, and it's a very expressive music. We should. Yeah, I don't I don't know that much about music, man. I I know a little bit from what I'm interested in, right? So I guess that's the same with you. Like the little bit like the start of rock, for example. Also kinda of the same. Yeah. Yeah. It was an expression and then it became capitalized. It was funny. Was it a rebellion? Or like rebellious? It was, wasn't it, at some point? All music is start, starts with a rebellious sort of sense, though. Even yeah. rap would have been, right? Damn. What's... It's speaking, like, your story through music. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool that people consider it... I, well, it is another language. Yeah. It's an expression. It's the universal language, brother. <laughs> still, the, <laughs> still the same language. <laughs> 
I mean, like the notes and the melodies and the tones. Oh, you mean music itself, not the lyrics? No, not the lyrics. Mu- okay. The mu- music itself is 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 its own language. Yeah, I I think so because you can, you can give different meanings to different sort of sounds, right? So, for example, when it's a sad mood, you can connotate. You can put a music that sort of fits the mood. Yeah. Or like a happy mood, sad. Yeah. And it's like a language that's understood by everyone over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty basic stuff, really. It, it is. We've been using it for so long, though. Still kind of fascinating. Like classical music. That's so long ago. Do you think that there will ever be a time where... Because you've... Like, you know how... People make new songs and then they get copyrighted for using the same guitar riff or the same melody as an old song. Mm. Do you ever reckon there'll be a time where it's impossible almost to come up with new, new creative music that the, like that just? I don't think so. I just think it will lose a bit of its meaning. You can already see it happening, and um, I don't like to pull the card of back in my day sort of thing right because even back in my day music was already kind of going down losing its meaning yeah but like well i like the throwbacks from 2012 right but they already are in this classification where you can't really hear the mood of the music anymore you hear the beat and the beat feels good right but like sometimes the lyrics aren't even good you're hearing the beat and the beat feels good and they like don't associate as a person who listens to classical and like a lot of rock it's interesting to hear like how the instruments have an effect to the song as well like as well as it complements yeah. the lyrics and then you have like the B and B stuff, which honestly I like it, but party music you like buzz 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 and yeah. someone singing over it. Um, it kinda you don't have the feelings anymore. It's just like <laughs> Yep, no. It's I, different. I don't know how to explain it. I hear you 100%. This. I think it's a super important thing in hip hop is marrying up the music, the instrument, the beat to the melody, the rhythm of your speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I see it I see it's important. Uh yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, you used to be able to point out music that that doesn't have that. Yeah, it's it's very easy to tell and like it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad song it's just you can tell that the meaning's flawed um there is something missing on this on the song um yeah like uh well if you're not drunk partying it doesn't you wouldn't <laughs> listen to it you know like yeah like when you're drunk and partying it sounds full and rich and oh this song's so good and you sit down and put headphones on you're like what on earth am i listening to yeah but just as simply like I truly only believe I like the 2012 songs because of the nostalgia of it. I think so too. Apparently there's an interesting thing that like that happens around your teenage years. The music that you listen to in your like late teenage years to early 20s apparently are just like super meaningful to you. I don't really know how they tested this, but apparently so. I don't know how they test it, but it seems to be a common Anecdot- thing. Anecdotally, it makes sense, right? Like, Well, you see everyone and everyone has the same sort of nostalgia to what they listen to, right? Yeah. Things where you grow up with, right? Yeah. It's part of your life 
pretty much. Yeah, like, uh, but it's an it's an interesting why to like. Were you? I think it goes back to a point I made a couple episodes ago, where it was easy to make friends when you were younger, and I wonder if you're better able to receive the message that the artist was trying to communicate through their music when you're mm, younger I don't think so like you understand yeah, less I, when you're younger like <laughs> the message that we hear on the music that we used to listen to yeah you're right definitely completely different it's completely different to what I was I listen to it now and I'm like how did my parents <laughs> allow <laughs> yeah well and then, you listen, and then you listen to the music that the 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 kids listen to nowadays and you have the same opinion <laughs> yeah but they probably don't even they listen. probably have no idea they don't hear it yeah i mean to be fair you used to listen to english music and it spoke portuguese and not english so <laughs> well, <laughs> highly doubt on that, that one makes sense why you don't understand <laughs> what's going on i'll be i'll be I'll, I'll be honest with you me i have no excuse i was just i was just dumb yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Yep, no one contesting that point there. Nah, I used to listen to these funny songs in Portuguese, which were pretty bad, but I understood them. <laughs> like, so. like parodies or no? I mean, the parodies were fire, but <laughs> the damn some parodies that were released on YouTube, good old, good old OG YouTube man, they were better than the original, I reckon. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, actually. Yeah, I definitely remember them more than the actual song. No, I remember um, drama being a thing in Brazil, and I used to follow a lot of drama. <laughs> drama? Yeah, like YouTube drama. Oh, uh, yeah. It was so fun. There was this guy, so do you remember Gangnam Style? Yeah. So this guy, this guy's nickname is Latino. <laughs> and he, Sick. He made a parody of Gangnam Style, and he bought the rights for it in Brazil. Yeah, and um, this other YouTuber who I quite liked at the time <laughs> made a parody on his song, like absolutely destroying him. Like I it's listen better. to it even nowadays. It's just funny, man, because it's literally telling him to go fuck himself, like <laughs> through most of the song. It literally goes like, "Go fuck yourself, <laughs> fuck yourself." <laughs> Hey, sounds like a tune. So fire, man. I love it. <laughs> but um, yeah, he got like copyrighted and he got like sued. And then there oh, was... Oh, wow. Holy crap. There was this thing. There was this show on TV called Panic. And um, it was... it's It was just a funny quote unquote show to have. I hated it. <laughs> but most people liked it. It's just a meme show. And they like brought Latino and this guy to the show to talk to each other and like feel more drama into it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a, it was funny. It was a funny time. But what were we talking about again? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I was, I was, I was going to ask how long we've been recording for. Um, well, we can probably finish now. It's been half an hour. Yeah. I reckon. Ah, uh, well. Minutes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Despite our mic issues, I hope we didn't blow out your eardrums when we uh, swore. But thanks for listening all the way through, if you did. Uh, We'll see you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Bye.